You are now listening to the Minority Trailblazer Podcast. Let the story begin. One time for the lovers, two times for the ladies, three times for the brothers, four times for the babies. Do you love her? 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 One time for the lovers, two times for the ladies, three times for the brothers, four times for the babies. Do you love her? 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 Brown skin, love a brown skin, love a brown. Brown skin, love a brown skin, love a brown. She my brown skin, love a brown skin, love a brown. She my brown skin, love a brown skin. Hold me down. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Minority Trailblazer Podcast, and I'm your host Greg Eld, Culture Change JJ. And guess what, y'all? September 24th. 2017, I turned 28 years old. I can't wait. I'm excited, man. The theme of next year is separation. Yes. Separation. Why separation? Because this is the year where we separate from all the excuses. We separate. I ain't going to go in the motivational route, man. But I'm just, I'm so pumped. I'm so encouraged. I'm so inspired by y'all. Thank y'all for the feedback. Last episode, these last couple episodes, the energy, the feedback has been phenomenal. Yo, y'all got me so excited, so crumped. And I got a slew of updates. Side note, this is going to be one of the best podcasts I ever recorded. So you need to listen to all of it. It's an hour and 40 minutes. I ain't going to lie. But you need to listen to all of it. I got my dog, my brother, that just went on a groundbreaking tour for somebody under 30. And man, I'm just, it's, 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 it's like the best of both worlds meeting together, man. This is going to be the first of many collaborations, but I had to just drop something because a lot of stuff has been on my heart over the last couple weeks and months. And and I just can't wait to, 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 to share, 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 share. But I got a couple housekeeping things. First, 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 we had like 178 reviews. That don't make no sense. You've been listening to this podcast for this long. If you got an iPhone, you ain't reviewed, shame on you. So please, please, please leave a review. Also, also, September 30th, I will be at Harvard University to do the Minority Troubles Alive. So if you are in Boston or know any, if you're near, make sure you come to that event. It's a free event. Also, 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 November 4th, we will be in Oakland, California. Coming soon, as well as Dallas, November 11th. They should come soon. If you're in Greensboro, we'll be at North Carolina A&T, November 18th. As well as Seattle, yes, Seattle, Washington, December 2nd. We will be there as well. And for my New York people, for my New York people, actually on next Wednesday, September 27th, I am doing a meetup. You can meet me, ask me any questions. We can talk. We can build. And we're going to be at the Public Hotel in New York City, 215 Christie Street, New York, New York. So the the details of that will be at gregehill.com backslash NYC meetup and find out it's free. We're going to just build, talk, might be five people there, might be 15, 20, 30. I don't know how many people are going to show up, but we're just going to meet, we're going to build. So anybody in New York area, you know, you want to meet the boy, talk about the podcast, talk about speaking, authoring, just break bread with me. Meet me out at the public hotel at 215 Christian Street, New York, New York. More information at gregehill.com backslash NY meet up. So let me get in this intro. Matter of fact, let me get into this bio and let's get it. And before I even read the intro, I just want to let the world know 
I, I, I don't care where you're listening to. It's Africa, London, the UK. I don't care if you're in North Carolina. This this podcast and what we're about to do in this episode and going forward, because it's going to be a reoccurring thing. We're going to pop in every now and then and give updates and check-ins, man. But this is going to be, I'm already calling it, the best podcast ever recorded. So just strap on tight. This is not going to be similar to anything that you've heard from this podcast. It's going to be real blunt, real honest, real transparent, as always, but with a, just a different edge. Because I'm seeing so much stuff in the business space, in the world space. And I said, man, I had to have somebody to come on the show that was just as dedicated to the game, not the success, not to money, but dedicated to their craft and just share some, share some nuggets, share some gems and, and just be real. So I had, I had to bring my boy on, man. And plus he got some crazy good news he, he want to share. Um, and yo, I'm gonna read a snippet, snippet, snippet of the bio. We're gonna jump right into this. So as an innovator and brand builder, he lives by the words, you have to work twice as hard to get half of what others have. Co-founding the O Agency, a brand and performance marketing agency, was an intuitive leap that he never looked back from. With an extensive background and clients working with diverse roster of all-star professional athletes, Fortune 500 companies, and small businesses, his expertise in guiding today's forward-thinking brands and building successful customer relationships in the ever-changing landscape. Having successfully scaled and automated his agency to multiple six figures, he currently helps hundreds of up-and-coming entrepreneurs each month with free trainings, consultations, connections, and more online at the BYOBsociety.com. And I'm underselling it right now. Like This dude went on like a 20-city tour this summer. Thousands of people got a chance to to grow together. It wasn't like, hey, this is me. No, it was so crazy, man. Proud graduate of Hampton University and a member of the... Alpha Fight Alpha Fraternity Incorporated and regularly speaks nationwide as a way to give back and inspire the world. I mean, so without further ado, groundbreaking, I want to introduce, and I'm going to mess up his last name, my brother, my dog, Andrew Wynn to the Minority Trailblazer Podcast. Welcome to the show. Yo, what up? Super, super excited to be here, yo. You got me amped, bro. Super excited. Um, it's late. I just got. A, I just popped in the coffee. But um, I feel super good, bro. Your energy is crazy. I'm super excited to be here today. I have no choice, man, because, man, it just, yo, this summer, first and foremost, let's, let's, all right, this, we're going to have some kind of protocol. So let's, let's start the show off like I always start. Show us a quote and give us a vivid story about how you quote, apply that quote to your everyday life. Just one? Yeah, just, just a mob. Uh, it could be a mantra. So it could be a, do, do what I you want. Do what you want. So I have, I have a lot, but I'll give one. I mean, this is a, this is a generic one. I think people hear it all the time. The difference is, um, I actually, um, live it in real life. So, you know, we've all heard the quote, you know, um, you have to be, uh, comfortable being uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard of that one too, right? Yep. Yeah. So, um, the biggest difference when people say that and when I say it, um, is when, for example, like I take so much pride in being uncomfortable. It's ridiculous. People will look at me like I'm crazy. When I first graduated and I started working, like I knew being uncomfortable made me hungrier. I knew that it would take me to the next level. So I would do crazy stuff like throw my bed out because, you know, <laughs> comfortable. So I couldn't wake up early. So that was something that I just needed to let go. Or, you know, I throw my TV out. If, you know, I, I saw myself getting too comfortable. And so there was a period of a time in my life where like, I would just, I, I, I will single-handedly take anything that's in my life that I feel like it's holding me back or causing me to not reach the next, you know, level or potential. And I'll throw it out. And I don't even care. I don't, I don't even care. You know what I'm saying? Like I could be making six figures and still sleeping on the floor because I, I, I know 
you know, what can push you. I, I, I take it to very, very to heart. You know, when I say things, um, especially when, when I hear quotes like this, you know, you have to be, you know, comfortable being uncomfortable, which everybody likes posting. But I will I will live it to the core in, in many other things that I do. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, and let's go back to the last two weeks. What is one instance where you you just applied that? Like, I know you talked briefly, but in the last let's think real quick. Last two weeks when you applied that quote. Um, man. So, uh, that's crazy, man. I, um, uh, this might even sound crazy, but I mean, that was that, that first example was what, four years down the road. I still don't sleep in a bed today. For real? You know? I, I still don't, bro. I will, I would rather, uh, <laughs> this sounds so crazy. I would rather, uh, sleep in, you know, on a, on a couch, on a futon, on the floor, whatever, like to, to this day. Um, in fact, um, it, it really, really pushes me to the next level. Um, just doing things, um, that are very abnormal. Um, and, and as I begin to even get around, you know, other people who have much, much, much higher levels than me, you know, it, it, it drives and takes me to a whole other level. You know, like, like, I think, you know, I, I recently met up with Gary V yep. last week. And so, Man, just uh, hold it, hold it, hold it. Don't even go. Don't 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 even don't even don't even go in that lane just yet. We are gonna say that thing because I don't even want to just jump into that thing. We gonna we gonna get into that. We gonna get into that. Cool. We gonna get in that. But before we get in, because it's crazy, I want before we jump into where I want to go, where I want to take this podcast today. We share it's it's eerie the similarities we share, and I want you to talk about your story and your backdrop, like before BYOB Society, before Brand with Drew and this guy that takes all these cool jumping pictures across the country, like before you meet Gary V and putting on conferences and all this good stuff, before audio, before all that, I want, I, matter of fact, I, I had a question, but no, just jump right in, right all there. Right, man. man, yeah, man, it's, 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 a, it's, it's been a developing story, right? I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I really... It's so long, but I'm gonna try to make it a short and try to hit the highlights, man. I think that um, for me, uh, you know, I've uh, you know on the outside perception and what people see, you know, for the past um, six, seven, eight years, you know, I've been consistently just growing and, and, and taking things to the next level um, because I'm just in this mindset where where I'm not there yet, and I, you know, I don't know if I'll ever be there, but but that's been the mindset. So uh, you know, it's it's always looked like I've um, won, quote unquote. Um, but, you know, I think I think that projection um, or that happened because I hit a rock bottom in my life so early. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for me, that was around 17, 18, um, where, you know, in my mind and the things that I was going through, it was really just, you know, me, myself, you know, and God against the world type of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. I cannot count on, you know, where, where people will let you down, friends will let you down, family will let you down, all this good stuff. And I have to really take responsibility for everything in my life. And for some, for most people, I don't think they get to that point until maybe after graduation, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm -hmm. you know, their hands are held, they're, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're getting through not too much responsibilities. And so, you know, that whole quote unquote adulting or post-grad or midlife crisis doesn't happen until afterwards. Until, you know, your mindset changes, you know, your expectations of life changes, you know, expectation of people changes and all that good stuff. But it just hit me early. Right. So it hit me early and it forced me to either figure it out or die trying, basically. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I say that, I basically mean, you know, I was seven and I was 17 and 18. I ended up um, enrolling to Hampton University. Yeah. Um, you know, I was a pharmacy major at first. You know, that's what my quote unquote, you know, Asian parents wanted me to do. And, you know, mm -hmm. if 
have international parents or more African parents, all that good stuff. If you have immigrant parents, you could probably understand that, right? And it was a very big driving force, you know, to do something like that, be a doctor, lawyer, all that good stuff. Um, and then, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I, I was like, let's just do it. Let's just see how it goes. You know, I went into my freshman year and I failed every single class. I had like a one point something GPA. Good God. It was terrible, bro. Like, man, talk about like disappointment. <laughs> like, um, and, and so I was like, man, I, I hate, I couldn't get through bi- biology and chemistry. It was just, it was just so boring for a lack of better. <laughs> um, so I, I couldn't get through it. And, and, and for me, um, I was like, man, I need to change my major. Um, I've been very business savvy, been very entrepreneurial, but didn't really know that that was my calling. Um, I found out that there was a, a, a another program at Hampton called the Five Year MBA program. So shout out to everybody over there at Buckman. And um, and I, I, I told myself, man, I'm just gonna switch. I hope you know my parents don't kill me, mm-hmm. right? And um, and I made that switch, um, but I didn't tell them until like the year afterwards, and or like the summer afterwards. Um, by the time I eventually told them, um, you know, my parents went like berserker on me, right? They were like. <laughs> I'm not going to pay twenty, thirty thousand dollars you know what I'm saying, for you to, you know, get a business degree or an MBA. Like, we could easily send you to, you know, an in-state school, you know, University of Maryland or whatever it is, you know, and pay two, three thousand dollars, right? It just didn't make sense. And, you know, it's just everything is, like, logical to them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, but for me though, like, um, um, I, I started like meeting a lot of great people. I started experiencing a lot of things. I started picking up on different, um, trades and crafts, like cutting hair and DJ and stuff like that, which, you know, I'll go into that, but you know, I just, you know, the, the community that was being built there, I just fell in love with it. And I just knew that to me, it was kind of like a calling to stay there and be there, um, and to figure out whatever it, it took to, to, to continue my matriculation to Hampton. Um, basically, you know, I mean, they went so crazy. They were like, look, man, like if you don't want to do what we want you to do, then don't come home. Don't call us. Don't talk to us. We're not paying for your school no more. Blasey, blasey, blasey. And um, I, I remember it. I remember it kind of clearly where it was like, man, my dad, it, it felt like I don't even know what he said exactly because it was kind of foreign. But I think he was like, like, you know, we're disowning you type of stuff. Oh, man. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and for, for me being 17, 18 um, and realizing like, man, I didn't really have that many friends. I couldn't really, you know, like I, there's so many things that cause you know, you're, 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 you're 600 miles away, mm-hmm. you know, you're really close to home. You don't really have money. You know, you don't know where you're going to sleep at, shower, bathe, all that good stuff. Um, they're like, we're not going to support you no more. You know what I'm saying? But you know, again, I wanted this so bad. And, and so that to me was a point in my life where I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? What do I have to do to get there? So I eventually, mm-hmm. I, my mind i was like man let me let me go ahead and join the military i ended up joining you know the marine corps and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and and you know and like i said all the time like you know i'm i'm like a smaller dude so i'm like never in a day of my life did i think about (laughs) military and it's like when you join the military mind you this is like mid 2008 2009 like we were right in the middle of war right everybody was getting shipped you know what i'm saying to iraq and afghanistan all that good stuff so you know you're thinking about like man you know what i'm saying like I have a dream, but it's like, is it worth me potentially even dying over, mm-hmm. right? And so you you get to that point in your life, and it's like, once you start making decisions based off of like, man, am I willing? Am I willing to die for it? It 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 it, it, it crazy crazy things start happening um, mm-hmm. in your favor. Um, and so I did that. You know what I'm saying? I came back, and you know. Um, uh, the next couple of years, you know, so I ended up getting some money for school. Um, the next couple of years, you know, I was, I was a barber, you know, then, then I, uh, became a DJ, the DJ there, 
uh, before me was DJ Tay James, which was Justin Bieber's DJ. He was graduating, somebody had to take over. And it was another reason why I just really, really wanted to stay there uh, mm-hmm. because I that's a brand and business I could grow. I didn't know anything about DJing. I picked it all up when I got there, you know, used my, the money, the five, you know, dollars that I got from cutting hair, you know, 10 times a day to buy some equipment, shipped it right to the dorm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then started growing that business, doing little house parties here, here and there. And the next thing you know it, you know, I'm 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 doing like major um um, you know, big campus events and concerts and clubs and you know, all this good stuff. Um and then, you know, throughout all that time too, um, just constant um, um, uh, business experience that that was so valuable for me in terms of like, um, man, just a just be, you know you're working with promoters, club yep. owners, you're being used, you're being lied to, you're not <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. You're getting all these different things, you know what I'm saying. Like I've been sued, I've sued other people. Like it, it's just so much stuff that um that goes on, and you know especially at the beginning too, like. You know, before I even actually joined the Marine Corps, I was sleeping in my car, sneaking into dorm rooms, you know, to take showers, like bartering with the calf ladies to eat. So it was it was all of these things, you know, where where it was like, again, like hustle or die. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, just being out on my own, um, doing whatever it took to get done. You know, I had that fire in me now, just like I had it, you know, what I'm saying eight years ago. And so um, that's that's how, you know, that's how we get to where we are. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I grew that brand. um um, tremendously, um, and I love you know my Hampton family for 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 all the support and just everything that that, that I gone through with them. After that, I graduated. I took a corporate job. I also started the O agency, which is my marketing agency. Yep. Um, you know, which is very strategic. I think I think you have to be extremely strategic. You know, in business, um, especially even more as a minority, right? Especially even more, you know, if you're first generational college, you know, first generation, like everything, you know what I'm saying? Where there isn't that knowledge, that wealth, all that stuff passed down to you, you have to be so strategic with everything you do because the, the, the rules are different. I guarantee it. The rules are very, very different. Um, you can't play by the same rules that, 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 that the rest of America plays by. But if you can figure out the game um, and you can play it to your advantage, um, you have a ton of potential and growth. And, you know, going to corporate America, for a year was part of that strategy to continue stacking up, saving money. Within less than a year, I put my two-week notice in. I quit. I've been doing this ever since. Um, and, and from there, you know, six months later, we signed our first uh, pro athlete on the Redskins. And you know, once you do a good job for one guy, it's like, okay, here's my guy. Here's my guy. Here's my guy. We kept growing and growing and growing. Um, we're in a good space. And then now, you know, we're starting this new um, millennial community, you know, of leaders, creatives, and entrepreneurs um, to continue giving back. You know, as we're climbing and growing. Man. So that's kind of how we're at right now that's that's perfect that's perfect that's perfect so let's jump right into it tell us about how byob got started and then tell us about the whole experience this whole tour you went on this summer yeah 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 so um it was it was kind of crazy man like it, it was really it's an idea that's been brewing in my mind for for i would say a year or two right 12 24 months maybe even more um, but the reality and, and here hopefully is a gem for a lot of people is, you know, you can have ideas mm-hmm. um, and ideas are a dime a dozen. Um, I think there's two things you have to figure out. One is, you know, are you the most qualified or credible person to execute on that idea? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then also is the timing of the market correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Because the idea I have is an idea similar to many other people, yep. you know, but I guarantee that I can do it better. I can do it faster. I can do it stronger. just because of, you know, I took the right again, that strategy, the steps, you know, what I'm saying to execute on it and execution is everything. Right. There's this other quote that I that I hear all the time. And I say it's, you know, you get one point for for idea, you get nine point 
for strategy and then you get like the rest like 90 points for execution you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying execution is everything mm-hmm. so um you know all I, it's been an idea that's brewing you know I've, I've i've had to continue building on my credibility i had to continue building my knowledge i had to continue building my network you know all these things come together to to successfully pull off you know this pretty much sold out you know nationwide tour number one is just to fund it alone you know what i'm saying you have to have you know what i'm saying the the the, the resources for that you know then to actually get everybody out there to pull it off you know to go back to back to back you know and hit these cities and drive to the next one i mean you need a lot of you know team players and 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 just uh, again just just good strategy in place um and so you know it really took off uh the the for me the once the signs were earlier this year um it's funny because i don't really, i don't even know if a lot of people know this but how everything got kicked off was i wrote a random uh facebook post um one one day um and i actually reposted it on my instagram you know at brand with drew um and people are still seeing it today and still commenting but i said um, this was back in March of this year. So like mm-hmm. less than six months ago, right? Everything that has been done has really like just took off in the past six months where I I, I wrote a Facebook uh, post. I said, um, man, I think I can help anybody, you know, quit their jobs, you know what I'm saying? Do what they love to do, pursue their passion, you know, enjoy life and blase, blase, blase. You know, and I also added in there, this ain't no three months, three month, you know, get rich clean. This ain't, you know, get rich scheme. This ain't no six month thing. Like this is a two year thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. because I know the reality of the situation. I've been through it. I understand it. And I'm not selling BS like everybody else is out there. Right. And so, um, I, I wrote that post and I don't know what the definition of, of, of viral could be. Right. But it legit had like, like 500 shares and like, you know, 800 comments, something like that. It was like, yo, I want to, you know, yo, how did you do it? Blasey, blasey. And uh, from there, um, I, I ultimately ended up um, um, working with, I had like 200 people sign up for this. Um, and for me, I was like, okay, cool. I have all these people who are like interested in learning. You know, let me try something. Mm-hmm. And so I did this three-month boot camp. And from that boot camp, you know, I had like 200 plus people sign up. And I was teaching them every single Tuesday. Um, and I was charging something stupid. It wasn't even like real. I just did it for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not I'm not really hungry for money. Right. So like I just did it for the fun of it. I did charge a little bit because I wanted people invested into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you, you know how it is. Like if everything is free, like you just don't care about it. You know what yep. I'm saying? So like 10, 20 bucks a month, something like that. Got people invested into it. And once I got in and, and, and for the next, you know, every every week for the next three months, I just kept. Um, I kept pouring my heart out and, and, and just different ideas and strategies to help people. And uh, I mean, it was like church. People were so excited. People were tuning in every single Tuesday, you know, for this group of 200 people. Um, what happened was I found out that they were scattered across the entire country, mm-hmm. right? Like, man, I want to go visit y'all. You know what I'm saying? I want, you know, I, one on one end, I want an excuse to travel. On the other end, I want to meet people, right? Because I think that social media is so saturated nowadays. Ooh, that we about all, to get it. Oh, I'm about to go on. Oh, right when you, yep, go ahead, not, go ahead. Uh-huh interactions are, are very like superficial and top you know you're not you know you're, you're not really you know you can argue that we're more connected but you can also argue that we're less connected mm-hmm. right so we're not actually like really like meeting people and getting to know people on a, on a meaningful level right and so it's 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 very it's very uh, um top heavy and so 
man, I want I wanted to meet people. I wanted people to come out and meet people. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I know exactly what you guys need. And you guys need to truly meet people uh, and network, but network in a totally different way and not just go to, you know, a happy hour and drink and randomly pass around business cards. And so we went, I mean, we came up with this, you know, once I realized that, you know, and this was like April, I, I went back to my team here in Atlanta. I was like, hey, y'all, you know, let's do it. Let's do a tour. <laughs> um, uh, we have a month to plan the whole thing out, all, you know, all the cities, all the logistics, all the panelists, you know, locations, all this stuff. And um, honestly, I didn't even know if we were going to be able to pull it off, but we pulled it off. Like, it was crazy. I mean, we planned it. We did it. You know, we were stressed, you know, j- just with, I mean, that's how everything is. And tell um, them how many cities. I want I want them to understand the scale of this. Tell them how many cities and roughly how many people attended. Uh, we went from Atlanta to Charlotte to D.C., then to Philly, to New York, drove over to Chicago, we had a week off and we were just going through like the mountains and stuff like that. Ended up driving down to Dallas, um, then headed over to um, Arizona, Las Vegas, then up to L.A. And we ended in L.A. Then we drove up to San Francisco and then flew back. So we legit drove um, the entire country um, and hit all the major pop, uh, uh, all the cities. Um, many of the cities were sold out um, uh, up to like 200 people um, in, in, the, in the bigger ones. Um, the smaller ones had about 100 folks. Um, but, but mind you, this is a small workshop. This isn't even like a, yeah. <laughs> this wasn't even like a, like a, like a summit or a conference. This was a, a little bitty, you know, workshop in my mind. You know what I'm saying? So we got bigger stuff planning down the road. Um, but this was to test the waters and see, you know, how, how, how much the market, you know, wanted something like this and then appreciate, you know, um, um, people who were willing to put in, you know, the time, effort and energy um, and not, you know, charge crazy amounts of money. And truly, when they say they want to give back to give back. Right. And not just say that, but still have, you know, the, the, the tone of, OK, well, I want to make money first and then give back. No, I come from a space where I want to give back first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I love that. I love it. I want to get. I want to get real practical take because I'm going to give some nuggets from behind the scenes on my tour and your tour because, like I said, this app is, is I want to get real practical because I see a lot of and this is this is message. This is a shout out here to and and I, I, I and before I release this, I'll be sometimes I'll be in my back of my head. I'll be like, yo, I'll be giving away too much stuff. I don't, I, oh, I feel you. I'll be like, yo, if cats really took the advice and took the stuff that we do. I'm like, what? I, I just, I just dropped the entire, the entire scheme of what I did. Like anybody can, 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 can start doing what I do, and it's like you will start getting some progress. With your- it, but it's, it's, it's what it is. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be real, real. Like so, if anybody knows, we're gonna do. We're doing Harvard on September 30th. Then we got North Carolina A and T November 18th. We have Dallas November 4th. We have, uh, we have uh, Oakland. No, Oakland, November 4th, Dallas, November 11th, and then we just added Seattle for December 2nd. Mind you, this all came about last week. And here's, 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 here's a couple snippets behind how I operate, right? Uh, first, I, I look at my calendar and I know I only do my stuff on Saturdays. Like Drew, his, his, his gonna be different because he does his during the week, but mine says three hours is every, is, it's only on Saturdays. And I looked at my calendar. I said, Greg, what open Saturdays do you have? I had like six open Saturdays. I said, where do you want to go that you have not been? I know I wanted to go to Dallas. I know I wanted to go to freaking uh, Oakland. And I wanted to go to Seattle. So I said, just put the date. So I put the date for Seattle, 12-2, Oakland, 11-4, Dallas, 11-11. And then what did I do? Before I had no venues, no nothing, I told my people in Dallas, hey, I'm coming to Dallas November 4th, man. Um, let me know. And, and I just started putting out there. I told people, this is where I'm going. And then now we have a, vi- a free venue for Dallas. Now we have a free venue. Oh, not a free venue. 
but it's not they're not hitting me over the head in Oakland and as yeah. well as in Seattle working on a free venue. I just put it out there and all then, and then two, here's a cheat code too. And this is I think me and me and Drew could talk for days about it. For all you influencers out there that call yourself influencers that don't engage with the people. And don't engage and not message the back, not take it to the next level. The reason why, in my instance, how I was able to, the conference that we put on, the fill seats for tickets, I was one to one. I was in direct messages. I was sending the one to, and, and not just, hey, how you doing, blanket. No, I was putting the names in it. And I did hundreds, Time. thousands of messages. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what, you know what I talked, just, just a second point. When I talked to Gary last week, he said straight up, this is how small businesses win because a big business will never do this. Like a bigger person, like they won't do this because they don't think it's necessary. But the idea is you have to to scale the unscalable, mm -hmm. right? So to do things that are extremely manual, to take that extra time, that extra effort, that is what you need to do and that is what separates you from everybody else. And you and me, we do that. You know what I'm saying? That's nothing new, but that's the game. You know what I'm imagine, saying? To scale that is extremely unscalable, to personalize messages, mm -hmm. to do this stuff. You know, people won't do that. And cause, cause I remember, 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 cause we, we guarantee, I'm a Gary Vee fan. I don't listen to all Gary Vee, uh, because now we, we, and, and you drew, I'm in the zone of creating so much. I can't take in too much content. Bro, I don't listen to him either. <laughs> but Gary Vee, I remember when, when I first started, Gary Vee said, when he first started Wine Library, he added every personal, anybody engaging with Twitter, he added them. Anytime somebody messaged me, he added them. So I'll have, I'll be on any platform. I'm conversating. I'm doing all this stuff. And I see so many people, influencers or whatever, or people, it's, it's even, it's, it's even worse. I see influencers and people that are just starting, but they're not even engaging with nobody. How you just start? Nobody coming to your blog and you're not engaging. You're not sending messages and somebody adds you. You're like, this is how real it is. I'm, I'm, I am, I am a guy on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm a power user on LinkedIn. Somebody yeah. adds me. I'm looking at the location. I'm saying, Hey, hey, Sarah, thanks for the ad. I know you're in St. Louis. I'm going to be in St. Louis soon. Here's right. what I do. Everybody, thousands of people. And right. you got this little blog, this podcast, and you ain't talking to nobody. You just think sharing right. on Facebook, a link is going to get, it's going to get you something. Right. right. I, don't, I don't think most people realize how hard it is to connect with people, right? To, it's not hard. I mean, I, I mean, when I say it's hard, I mean, you, you have to be proactive. You know, so you have to take that initiative. It's not going to just come to you, right? The idea is you build your brand big enough so that they do come to you. They do not just like you, but love you and, you know, buy your, you know, your, your, your tickets and your products and, you know, rock with you. But, you know, even at every single level, you know, you can always, that's business development, man. That's, that's taking the time out. Um, and, and people don't understand how hard it is um, to to sell out, you know, a crowd or sell products or anything or just be a business owner until you do it, you know. And so, um, you know, whether they listen to this or us and, and, and it gives them that light bulb with that idea or they go through it and then fail and then realize, oh, OK, I need to change my ways. Well, you know, that's that's another way of figuring it out, too. Mm -hmm. You know, and here's some context, too. I have several friends that have tens of thousands of followers on social media, hundred thousand. I had a friend of mine. I'm having on the podcast. I had at one point almost a million YouTube subscribers. It took him months to sell out a three hundred a three hundred person show in New York as a comedy group. And I know people that have tens of thousand Instagram followers. It takes them some of them to sell like a twenty like a twenty session course or whatnot for a low price point. It's hard. Like it's hard out here. Don't don't get it. Especially if you're not communicating, don't think on oh, my wait time I get to ten thousand followers, then I'm gonna start doing this. Like you can do this now with three hundred right. followers, but right. the question is, are you gonna message every single one of those followers? 
and not just say, hey, how you doing? Like me, 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 me. And I think that's what you said, critical. When you put out that first status that went viral, what'd you do? You immediately created a course with a low price point and added oh, effing value up. every week. I hit up every single person individually, bro. <laughs> I, I, I went through and, and legitimately, yo, it's so crazy. Man, you're making me drop some stuff that I don't even want to drop. Yeah, I but know. I, I know. I, I hate because I, 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 oh. I hit up every single person individually in a message. And then I had them fill out a questionnaire. And then I called every single person individually. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. I, I'm, I'm spending, like, hours. Like, I remember there were, like, weeks where, like, my entire – like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., I am talking to people, you know what I'm saying, to make sure, like, yo, is this a good idea for me? Is this a good idea for them? You know what I'm saying? And, um, yo, like, I seriously went, like, there, there was no crazy automation and marketing, mm-hmm. you know, say tactics and all this good stuff. No, I just single-handedly emailed and called every single person, um, like you said, which is crazy. And guess what? Now, when you drop stuff, <laughs> even if the ones they can't support, they, they're going to support in some way. Absolutely. Because you made that first, I don't care if it's one call. I don't care if it's one call, but why do you think it's so hard? Like, I, I see so many people, they spend so much time on themselves, which I get it. You got to make sure you have quality product. I get it. But where, where is the gap? And how, and most importantly, what do you think? All right, what is your two ways you think they can fix the gap? I'm going to get my two ways and you get your two ways. First, I think you hit on it in the beginning. You were willing to die for it. I watched a, uh, uh, what changed my life? Will Smith words of wisdom, and he said something like, "I'm not afraid to die on a treadmill." Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. everything that I do, that was epic. I don't, I don't care. I, like the results, just they're already gonna happen because yeah. I'm the guy. To, I can, I'm the guy that can send out a thousand messages on my own. Like I don't, I, I create my, and I, and I don't say this unhumbly, but because it, it came over time. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take a step back. The biggest thing I would say, and I'm gonna get to you, and then I'll let you share your thing, Drew. I take everything seriously. Yeah. I oh, think I, that I, the whole time, like all the, the and I, I'm, it's what? crazy when you were talking, all the jobs you had. Like I had jobs at Chick Fil A, I had jobs at all these places, and, I, and when I say this, I'm not to say I was perfect at these jobs. Please don't misquote, don't misquote me, audience. But in my head, I process stuff. Okay, from every experience is a lesson learned. So now that I'm using the same stuff I use at Chick Fil A, I look people in the eyes when they talk. I'm smiling. I'm engaging. I'm energetic. You can't go to Chick Fil A and be like, "How you do?" No, every single thing from when I was a janitor at a bar, from when like like you words when I promoted parties, when I'm negotiating, when I got sued, me as well. I lost twenty thousand dollars in a night. I learned everything from that process. And you, you're sitting there, you're your corporate job, you want to leave entrepreneurship, but you're not getting everything you can from that corporate job. You're not getting everything you can from that part-time job. You say, oh, I'm not in my cor- corporate job, I'm in a part-time job. You can learn something at a part-time job. Because, all right, let me be real practical, right? So imagine McDonald's. You work at McDonald's. And then you see every week that some a distributor comes and gives ketchup packets. And this is going to be off the wall, but some people are going to catch it. And you're looking, okay, cool. And every week he comes to give you a distributor package. And you look at who's the distributor, and it's some random company. And then you do the research and realize this random company is making millions of dollars by just giving freaking ketchup packets. And then if you take a step further, there's a company that makes the shells, like the the, the, the plastic around the ketchup. And some of you are y'all lost, but some of you, y'all get, y'all get where I'm going. There's people that make millions of dollars off widgets about the little stuff. You want to be on stages. You want to sell products. You want to write books. But those little stuff, those gaps, you're not researching because you're not going to those events. Yeah. You and Especially, say, say, if you're in Durham, North Carolina, there's Duke University, there's UNC, there's NCCU. Duke University, example, they have tons of free events for every department that you can go into and talk to the best world-class people and get advice, but you're not going there. You online scrolling and looking at the 
people that's fake, fake, fake influencers. That's what you're doing. But let me get off that. Let me, let me, t- I'm gonna let you test that, Drew. Yo, you so, yo, you, you so passionate, yo. Um, yeah, nah, you know, it's crazy. I, I just dropped, um, we dropped a, a little intro video. And, um, if you watch the whole video for the highlight for the BYOB thing, I put a quote in there. I said, you know, this is dedicated to the ones that play the game of inches and seconds. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and, and what you kind of said was, was really the real deal. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, you gotta find those, 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 the, the holes, you know what I'm saying? Where, where you can put yourself in, um, or take advantage of, you know, the reality is if everybody, you know, there are so many ideas out there in this world, right? Especially with the onslaught of the internet and all this good stuff. Everybody sees stuff, has ideas, all this good stuff, but you know that, you know, you know, unless you want to compete with everybody, you know, you got to find the holes, you know what I'm saying? You got to find the little stuff that not everybody is already looking at or, you know, if it's obvious, somebody else is probably already doing it, you know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. finding the stuff by, like you said, like, you know, going to the local schools, you know, doing this, doing that, little little things, even with the catch-up scenario, you know, those are little things that most people, the mass market don't realize. Um, but if you play that game, the, the other the other analogy is the, the, the biggest difference between people who are like good and great, you know what I'm saying? You can use the, the pro athlete example. Like everybody in the NFL is good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the ones that like the ones that you really remember are the ones that that catch that football with the you know with their fingers, you know what I'm saying, in the you know <laughs> but it's but it's inches. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 the ball could be uh, like two inches left, two inches faster, so all that good stuff, but like it's it's literally a game of of inches, like you know how fast you beat out the other guy, like because everybody is good, you know what I'm saying. And so once you're playing in the entrepreneurship space and you want to really really dominate, like it's all about the seconds, it's all about the inches, you know what I'm saying. Um, and the bigger the catch you can make, or the bigger the move, it's the same thing, and that's what everybody you know kind of remembers you as. I don't even know what the initial question is that I'm trying to answer. What what was your question, bro? That I can answer. Yeah, you? my bad, because you know I went on. I said. uh uh, actually, here's a better question. Here's a better question. And I did this in my small groups. What's working for you right now? <laughs> I know we're giving away so many secrets, man. I'm pissed. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm really getting pissed. Like, because it, it's just. <laughs> do, you mean, do you mean like a, do you mean like a, a certain, like a, a tool or a It could be a tool. Like, it could be a tool. It could be a mantra. It could be a mindset. Like it doesn't really, I, I don't want to so, put any. So, so, on so, so. It. Honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll answer it in two parts. One is a is a generic kind of like mindset one. Um, this is one that I think everybody has to has to get. Um, and, and most people just don't get it yet because it's that same scenario. People don't realize stuff until they go through it, right? Like you can have mentors, teachers, doc, you have people telling people, but you know, as, as most human beings are, and as a young adult, you think you know everything and you know, you're selfish in your ways and you have a little ego and you know, you think you, you think you know, you know what I'm saying? But you don't know what you don't know also, right? And so one of the biggest things that um, that I've all I've truly always been very good at um, is, is is self-awareness. Right. And so a lot of people talk about this, but truly understanding like what you're really, really good at and what you're not. Right. Because when I was when I was, you know, um, you know, fresh out of college, you know, what I'm saying just like a lot of people were, you know, a lot of people wanted to be entrepreneurs. A lot of people in my circle wanted to be entrepreneurs and this and this and that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we would team up and partner and do different things. But over time, you can tell who's really and a, a true entrepreneur and who is not, you know what I'm saying? And that comes through self-awareness, right? That comes through truly understanding what your skills are. You know what I'm saying? Are you, are you good at, at, at leading? Are you good at managing? Are you good at building a team? Are you good at, you know, selling a vision? You know what I'm saying? All this good stuff. And, you know, you might not be the, 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 you, a lot of people don't realize it because they, everybody wants the ultimate, 
you know, um, freedom, right? I mean, mm-hmm. at the end, people are playing a game of, of, of freedom, not even the money. Like, they want to be able to, you know, wake up when they want to, you know, go where when they want to, all that good stuff. And so, you know, most people believe that entrepreneurship is the path to, like, ultimate freedom, right? And so, you know, that's what most people want, right? Um, but, uh, but, a lot, but, you know, there, there's two things about that. One is, you know, if everybody was an entrepreneur, you know, number one is that's impossible because there will be no, right? There's always room for people who are willing to go further and, and, and work harder and outsmart each other and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but having that self-awareness to realize that, you know what? I value, you know, free time a little bit more. I value, you know what I'm saying? Relaxed time. I value family time, all this good stuff, you know, and, and that's all great. And Danny, that's great. Uh, but understand that if you're, if you're playing against me, and if we're going one on one, and I will put twenty four seven into my, <laughs> I will kill you like straight up. I will, I will beat you in every single way possible. You know what I'm saying? Because I want this more than you. It's not even like a trick scenario or whatever. Like I legitimately put in more time. You know what I'm saying? To know my craft better and and to become more talented at this space. You know what I'm saying? And and that's how that's how a little crazy um um true entrepreneurs are. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Who are willing and and that's why I don't want this role. I I earned this role. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it is not a role that you know, like I when, when when I first started, I never even called myself you know founder CEO all that good stuff because I think again I just think it's vanity stuff like vanity metrics like followers vanity titles all this good stuff doesn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Like it just matters you know what you do and so you know you might not be you know the founder but you can be you know, the first employee or you can be the second employee, you can be the, the CMO and still have, you know, 10%, 20%, but you can do a lot less work and stress a lot less. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like there are many, many ways to go about, you know what I'm saying? Growing as a group, you know, growing as a community, growing with your partners and teams, finding out what you really value and what you want. And I can tell, I can look at anybody and be like, okay, you know, how do they live 24 hours, you know, of their life? And, you know, what role they're going to play, you know, for themselves in society, for their family and all that good stuff. And it just comes down to self-awareness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The sooner people are, are aware of what they truly value in life, the happier they will be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. because it's a constant – it's constantly – it's constantly setting bad and false expectations. If you want this, you want that, you want this, you want that, but you don't end up getting it. And it's because again, it's, you have expectations that are not realistic. You know what I'm saying? That, that you have not truly understood yet. Um, so, you know, um, that's, that's, that's just a big, you know, that's, that's what's worked for me. I've had awesome self-awareness where I understand what my role is. Mm-hmm. I never force myself to be bigger than what I really am. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm not out here, you know, faking it till I make it. I hate, I hate that type of stuff. Like, yeah. I say is I want my word to be bond. I want what I say to be true. And that's 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 how people, you know, are gravitating towards, you know, me or the brand, whatever. It's because they've been watching me, you know, for for years and years and years and they trust, right? Just like, you know, you watch any other brand, like it's all about trust at the end of the day. If you can get people to truly trust you, that's the key, right? That's truly the key to converting people, to having people follow you, to having people, you know, become your evangelist and all that good stuff. Um, so that self-awareness piece is the number one mental piece that everybody needs to understand the second piece man that's working for me right now Mm -hmm. um because i'm in a digital marketing space man i'll just give some practical stuff man um of course you know instagram is working really really well for me man i i I just i I really understand you know the algorithms and all that all that good stuff um you know um you know when it comes to website and and digital optimizations and you know conversion rates and all that good stuff because i've been in this space and i'm doing it for a lot of businesses i mean i just know what looks good and what what doesn't i know what the industry is doing and i know how to do it better than them and so um that just takes again that's just years and years of being you know in the lab learning you know what i'm saying and so it's there is no one you know overnight success you know what i'm saying there's 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 there's, there's you know there are anomalies 
but it's very, very rare. You know what I'm saying? Just like somebody might win the lottery, right? But but it's very, very rare. And for most people, you know, who who are successful, you know, they'll go through years and years and years um, of just working until all of a sudden, you know, it sounds like or it looks like they blew up overnight. So um, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, my, no. uh-huh. yeah. that's huge. I think. I'm going to leave it at this. Uh, the biggest thing that's working for me now, and y'all could take this or leave this, is uh, stop. I stopped asking. I, ugh, and I'm not editing this out, too. I'm just going to have it like that. Um, I stopped asking and uh, started giving. Oh, um, it changed my life when I see so many people out here that are asking for shares, asking for likes, asking for money, asking for support, asking for all this stuff, but they're not giving anything. They're not, they're not making it intentional to give. And let me be real practical. The other day, there was a young lady of mine, a friend of mine that is supporting me and just, and supporting me from afar. She attended my, my Naughty Trailblazer event and I, I, we haven't, we haven't done lunch in a while. So actually we never do lunch. She has a nonprofit and I just said, I wanted to build with her. She has great energy. It wasn't on no date type stuff, just build. So we went out, um, a lunch, had a real conversation, no fluff, just real conversation, talked and she works for a nonprofit. Um, I paid for the bill. We left and during that conversation, she was like, yeah, uh, by the way, we got to We have a, a pitch competition on October 30th. And I said, Oh, pitch. And I, I went, talked about everything else. She said, yo, we're looking for a keynote. I said, all right, cool. So shoot an info. I mean, I see what it is. And that, it, it, and I didn't charge my normal rate. That was an easy 20 minutes, $500 for 20 minutes ain't bad. And that would have never came if A, I wouldn't have scheduled a lunch. And right. two, I wouldn't just gave. I didn't, I didn't have an agenda. I didn't ask her what opportunities are out there. I didn't ask her for a contact. I didn't ask her for a speaker deck. I didn't ask her for connections. I didn't ask her for anything. Right. All I did is just thank you, reciprocal. And I, I could take to so many situations now that, yeah. I mean, I just had a CEO, I mean, not CEO, a superintendent of a school system come out and say, yo, I love your story. If you want to come to any of my schools, call me. Like, gave me cell phone number. Call me. This guy don't look like he a white guy. Right. Call me. But where does that come from? Because a couple years ago, I had to had to change my position. And I said, how can I give more? And what does giving look like for me? Let me be practical. Giving like this is providing content. Providing content on a high level. And sharing stuff, but sharing stuff in a way that you don't have to pay to get. It's more right. so, boom. And then let, let people be the judge. Like right. let, let, let people be the judge. And I see so many people right now, we could just focus on giving and not just giving. I'm not saying I'm doing everything for free. Don't get me twisted. Don't miss the message. Give content, give something of value. And then when you see an opportunity, execute. Yeah. When, when I saw he added me on, on, on LinkedIn, what I do, I immediately right. messaged right. him. When I saw somebody that added me on certain things and if they don't, if they don't reach back, and this is something I want to talk about too. And I want you, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to speak briefly on it and I want you to hear your impact on it. If I reach out to somebody, they don't hit me back. I don't take offense no more. I used to a couple years ago. I took my ego out of it. So I want you to share. I want you to talk about ego, man, because I think. Oh my yeah, God, please, please. Bro. No, you don't, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, please, please. Hey, we here now. We venting now. Some people, hopefully people are still tuning in. People are like, oh, the G, the G back on his way. He got a whole podcast to stand on that oh, sandbox. But yeah, go ahead. All right. All right. First of all, I want to just say something um, to your, to your um, uh, uh, message that you just said. Um, and I just want to add to it. I was actually going to make a post tonight where, where it says something along the lines of, you know, because ultimately, you know, if you're in business, you want to sell something. The best way to sell is not to sell at all. Right. So like like you said, and part of that is like giving part of that is doing stuff that is counterintuitive to what you think business is about. Right. Where you have to like 
cold call or go out there and like try to force. No, it's like literally just like giving your time, giving your energy, giving content, like just building relationships with people because the reality is people work with who they like. They work with people who they respect. And so how do you gain that? You gain that by just building relationships, right? And not even selling people, but, you know, taking taking people out and paying for their, you know, lunch or dinner, whatever it is. And that opens the door to so many other things. And so, you know, I, I think that's that's another big critical key is, you know, the best way to sell is not even sell at all. Like I'm trying to tell people who are constantly hitting me up, you know, online now, like, like, look, if you start a conversation with me that, that has anything to, like to do with not business, I will gladly talk to you because there's always business questions in my thing. And that's cool. But it's like, I already know you want something from me. You know what I'm saying? Instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, giving your time, having a good conversation, doing whatever, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, the best way to sell is not sell at all. And then also is to be extremely authentic. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, because because we are so saturated with information and sales and all this stuff, marketing, like we're very, like millennials, people are smart. Like we, we, we know what looks like, you know, a, a, a business sale or the, the, the goal is to make money. And, and we're very privy and anti it. Right. And so the even it's so, so important to be authentic. Like people who are authentic right now, who are winning are like like Issa Rae and Gary Vee and all these people. And they're just they're so authentic that that's what's selling. You know what I'm saying? That sells. And that and that that law of attraction kicks into play. And you know what I'm saying? Like you don't even have to you don't even have to try. People will rock with you. You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. You don't even have to sell and people will buy from you because they just like you. They like your product. They like what you stand for. And so, oh, man, all of that is like super, super critical just to bounce back on what you said. But to talk about ego, man, ego is single handedly, single handedly, though, the, 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 I don't want to say the biggest issue, but for for most um, 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 I would say for most millennials now, like it will be the biggest thing that will stop you mm-hmm. from, from getting to where you want to be. Right. Egos in, 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 in partnerships, egos in, 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 in client relationships, all that good stuff, because you always think that you deserve something. Again, it's that expectation part, right? It's part of that. It's when somebody uh, fails your expectation, doesn't meet your expectation or, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, go against what you're doing to, to be able to look at it and not, you know, you know, be immediately um, 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 affected by it, you know what I'm saying? Or to not let your ego and your emotions, you know, do the talking and moving. It uh, Again, it, it's so, and, and that's why, I, that's, it's, all, it's almost borderline why I think most women have a better chance of becoming entrepreneurs nowadays, right? Um, as the tides have shifted and changes because, you know, they have that more so of an underdog mentality. So it's a little bit more, you know, um, um, not as egotistical as most men, you know what I'm saying? Who are, who are coming in thinking that they could, you know, dress in a suit and tie, you know, look good, talk a good game, and you know what I'm saying, just just run with it. You know what I'm saying? But because again, it's not about looking the part; it's actually about being the part, right? And we talked about being authentic. And so, because the market has shifted away from just like we know, if you're out here, you know, shooting videos with, you know what I'm saying, luxury cars and homes, <laughs> and stuff, you're like, we know that's fake. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't impress us no more, like it might have done 10, 20 years ago. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's all about that authenticity. And again, man, I, you know, I've, I've been in so many scenarios, yo, where, um, where, where, where ego has single-handedly killed someone's opportunity to, to, to grow, to level up, um, all these things. And, and, and I, I'm, I'm a, it's, it's single-handed the biggest thing that I've, I've, I've realized, um, 
that um, most 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 young people um, um, until um, life humbles them um, until you know all that good stuff. But again, it's hard if you haven't been through it. You know what I'm saying? And and because life has humbled you know you, life has humbled me. You know, at such an early stage that um you know we we man we're you know we it's humble confidence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the key. And um oh my gosh, one of the biggest things that I've noticed even about Gary Vee, and I just had a conversation with my friend, and you know even I'm trying to start changing myself where where it's like no matter how big you get, man, to still be kind, still be genuine still be humble like i'm 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 starting to get you know around cuz there's like levels right there's a there's a big level. levels right there's levels right there like you can you can grow and you know once you get a little bit popping once you you know get a little bit of followers like you're automatically going to get a, a, a little ego i get it you know what i'm saying like it like it, it ha- that's natural and that's human tendencies but you have to you have to take a step back man and, and one of the biggest things that i appreciated when i when i got a chance to meet Gary Vee was like he will talk to you like He's on your level, like, like, like he will hug you. You know what I'm saying? Look in your eye, like, like all this. And this guy is worth over a hundred million dollars. You know what I'm saying? At this point, has 800 plus employees, and you would think he would be on a celebrity. And we give, you know, people passes who we think, you know, what I'm saying, oh, they're not gonna remember us and all this good stuff. But imagine him still giving. You know what I'm saying to other people in terms of his attention, his time, his effort, and stuff like that. It means the world, and it's gonna 10x his growth. You know what I'm saying? Ten x our growth. You know what I'm saying? To do exactly what people, the opposite of what people expect. Mm, man, that's so much right there, dog. There's so much right there, man. And as I even think, I, the craziest thing is, is when the ego and I and I'm a I'm gonna be very practical. I've said it on multiple podcasts, but I know that once we post this and you you post, there's gonna be a, a slew of new listeners. But I'm a professional speaker. And I get, I get paid pretty good to speak. However, a year ago, I was, I was, my max I ever got paid was 500. Usually I was getting 250, right? And my boy Daryl Bellamy, he was a professional speaker in the game, a year younger than me. And at the time, I was like, yo, pound for pound, there's no way I'm not one of the best under 30. Like, not on the ego. I was like, it doesn't make sense. And he, so he shared what he got his first, um, check, one of his big checks. And I said, the, f- like it was like right. ten, right. no, it was like sixty times more than I got. I said, no way. But what I do? This is what I did. This is this is. I don't want y'all to miss the message. When I when he told me and we we began to get build a relationship because first he reached out to me, he saw what I was doing, I liked it, right. and I said, yo, how do I get there, bro? What right. I need to change? Right. Right. I didn't I didn't say he didn't say, oh, I got these gigs coming up. Also, oh, I got these gigs too. No, my gigs were pro bono at two hundred. I said, yo, G, yo, D, I'm only making this. Like, what what I need to change? Right, he said, yo, right. gee, simple, bro. Update your press kit a little bit and just up your price. Yeah. That was the first thing. There's a couple other steps, but that was the biggest thing. And then that I, I promise you not. I, I did not do it for the first six months. I still was doing this regular stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. when I finally changed my rate, 3150, no, 3500 for four hour workshop. And for me, and then for if you've been in a game, that's really like that's not too much money. But for me, how do you jump like times right. seven? For a day of stuff that you already know to middle schoolers, how does that work? I listen. I ask my advice. He's a year, he's younger than me. I could have said, "Yo, D." I could in my head be like, "Yo, yo, nah, f that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show I need help. I'm not gonna, I'm act like I'm on this level." No. And 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 I want to ask this personal question to you, Drew. I never got a chance to ask right, because this is this is how this is this is this is why this is one of the realest podcasts out. And I, I and my my mind pound for power one of the best out there because we bring the real stuff. It meant a lot to me. I met Drew one time in person. It meant a lot to me. I had my event. 
at Durham, North Carolina. Remember, you're a genius. I asked him to come out. Drew, not he didn't say, okay, how much, whatever. He flew to Durham just to speak at an event for free and give and was there from three to yeah. seven. And then came the next day when I had a church outing and yeah. broke bread with the fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you do stuff like that, no matter how far I go in business, I will always remember that. I, if there's any opportunity I can, I don't care if we're doing something on the same day. I don't care. You do stuff like that, that's a hey, lifelong. And so many of you, y'all want favors. Y'all want all this stuff from myself, from you, all these people, but you have not done anything to nobody. So why did you even do that? Like, let's be real. Why did you say, man, I'm going to out of my own pocket, I'm gonna go and just and just and just and 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 and, and build with the brother? Because you still knew me from afar, but like, what what, yeah, what made you do that? That's the first time we really like met, met for real. Yeah. Um, it it, it goes back to what you said, man. Um, uh, it goes back to to talking about giving and, and all that good stuff. But but I put it like this too, man. At the end of the day, whether whether you're ten years ahead of me, ten years behind me, whatever it is, make ten times more, ten times less. At the end of the day, a winner is a winner, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, when 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 you're around winners, you get inspired. When you're around winners, like, it, it doesn't really matter, even if you're competing or not. Even if you're competing, the reality is, you know, you go left, I go right. You go right, I go left. Like, we'll find a way to win. You know what I'm saying? That's the nature of a winner. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we'll win regardless. And um, uh, when I when I like, you know, looked at your stuff and and, and listened to you, um, immediately I put you in a, a a winner's bucket. You know what I'm saying? And so, um. I never really asked. I've never really asked you for anything. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to be um, a, a part of of, of of your winning game plan, whether it's beneficial for me. You know, um, a month down the road, a year down the road, ten years down the road, it doesn't matter to me. You get what I'm saying? And and that's my thought process. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, let me build with winners. Period. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let me build with people who are like minded. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've 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 already been on this group, but maybe for a lot of people who are listening, it's like. You know, you look at the people who are in your circle, it's like, are they winners, right? How are they spending their time? How are they looking at life? Are they always complaining or are, are they always looking for solutions? You know what I'm saying? Are, are they always getting mad at this and this and that? Because you can always get mad at stuff at every single level, whether you're broke, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or you got millions of dollars. Like there's always something to complain about. But it's like, you know, if if you're in this, this you know, if you're not expecting, you know, much out of life but what you put into it, you know what I'm saying? Then um, I, I promise, like your life will just be happier. You know what I'm saying? You 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 appreciate what's in front of you. You appreciate the people that reach out to you. You appreciate the people that you reach to, big or small. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's why I did it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, we do a lot of things that are similar. It kind of it kind of your story. Um, 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 it, it, you know, it reminds me of the fact that you know what I'm saying. We all. <laughs> it's funny because our thought process. I just had this conversation yesterday too. Our minds. Are our biggest asset, but it's almost our biggest crypt. It's, it's also our biggest kryptonite. Yeah, right. Where like it, it gives us, you know, God gave us all these brain cells to 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 think of, you know, how to fly to the moon and how to create, you know, driverless cars and to do this and do that, and do this. But it can also hurt you by just like handicapping, you know, your day to day, you know, being jealous, comparing yourself, you know what I'm saying? There's a saying, uh, comparison is a thief of, of, of joy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you constantly let your mind, um, and, and just understanding your mindset alone, that's, that's who I want to be around, you know, people, again, that's why it's, you know, it's so important to be around like-minded people. But if you're around people who just talk about just dumb stuff all day, 
you're gonna be infected by you know dumb syndromeness. Like it's just it's just the way it is, you know. And so, um, man, I, I say all that to say, man, like um, being humble allows you to, and, and letting your ego go allows you to um, um, just uh, portray um, this 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 almost aura that uh, will attract you know, mm-hmm. more people that you're truly looking to attract. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, you know what I'm saying? As you get older, you become more self-aware, right? When we were in college, our, our attraction meter was anybody who wants to turn up. Yep. You, know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the, I give to you a good time. You give to me a bottle. We're just going to have fun. You know what I'm saying? But as you get older, your, your priorities change, your responsibilities change. And so, you know, that's why you might not be friends with a lot of people in college no more because, you know, the value that you give to each other has changed. Now that everybody's getting older, they're having families, they're probably, you know, that's probably their biggest priority. You know what I'm saying? You have to, if you want to work with people, if you want to be around people, you have to understand what type of value that you're exchanging. And again, it's not even like physical stuff. This is like mental headspace. This is time. This is energy. This is vibes, right? And so... Nah, you, 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 you hit it on your head. And um, as we transition, because I don't want to give away too next, like I said, this is going to be anytime that I, I need to push the button and really talk, talk to the people, then this is going to be a reoccurring. So we don't got to give all, all the jewels, man. But I do. Before we get into our, our, our lighting around, I wanted to ask uh, a couple more things. One, what's your thoughts on? And I think this is really big. Uh, and I think. As I ask this question, I want you to to talk a little bit about, if you can, your experience. Um, I think it was last week when you get it, you got a chance to go to that summit. So just get your key takeaways from that. But I want to get your thoughts on playing for the long play, like thinking long, like not just thinking, okay, this. So play for the long play, and then if you could wrap it around your experience you had a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, nah, man, everything that I do now, um, is for the long play. And that's why, um, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. A lot of stuff that I do because, um, I'm not profiting, I'm not making crazy money, but I know that, um, it, it pays off in the long term, just like building relationships with you, just like giving back to the community. I, I started this, uh, BYOBsociety.com website that you guys check it out. There's so much stuff on there that's like dope and curated specifically for millennials and even minorities at that space that like, and it's all free. You know what I'm saying? I'm in here, you know, coaching for free, doing calls for free. Like I'm just giving back so much and it absolutely makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, you know, I, I have a long-term game plan. I have a long-term plan. I mean, this, my, my game plan is like focusing on like 2040, you know what I'm saying? Which is like 20 years down the road. <laughs> like, and, 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 and that's everything I do now is, is for the long term. I'll say that, God, I'll put it like this, man. My my life and what I do is so fulfilling that if I died tomorrow, I wouldn't be sad or upset. You know what I'm saying? The reason why most people are scared of death or 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 you know that might like scare them, um, especially at a young age, is because they feel like they have so much more living to do. They have so much more this, so much more that, so much more. You know, I need to you know feel this, feel that. You know, um, have a certain type of fulfillment here or do this and do that. You know what I'm saying? But like I live my life every single day to the max, so fulfilled that it's almost like I'm I'm like 90 years old. And I'm like, man, I completed everything and I used all the talents that God gave me on earth. You know what I'm saying? I use it every single day. Right. So if I pass away tomorrow, if I get hit by uh, this or that, whatever it is, like I'm totally cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not wasting my time. I'm not wasting my life. 
You know what I'm saying? Just trying to go through the nuances, you know what I'm saying, to my through my 20s. And I'm still in my 20s, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. You know what I'm saying? Like most people just go through the nuances of life. You know what I'm saying? Taking, you know, taking what comes at them. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being in control and, and, and being proactive, you know what I'm saying? And using your talents, whether God gave you two, you know, four, six, eight, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? And multiplying it every single day. I multiply it to the max where I know that, you know, if I couldn't even do anymore. You know what I'm saying? So like I am extremely fulfilled every single day um, to the point that um, if I was gone, I'd be like, cool. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've utilized everything, you know, that 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 I have the potential to do. And I truly put my, my all of my effort um, into it. What's the question again, bro? <laughs> no, that was it. Oh, oh, outside of that, outside of that, I want to take us behind the scenes, man. The experience. I didn't get a chance to even ask you about it, man. How was it? It paint the picture on how you even got a chance to meet Gary V. Like, what was like the whole experience and um, like not Gary V. Just the whole the summit. I man, so it was a, it was a, it was. So I've been in contact with Gary V.'s team a couple times over the summer, and oh my gosh, so crazy! I promise you, like it's crazy. I'm, the point where I'm at right now is like things that I'm thinking about is like really becoming a ra- reality, and I knew that, but sometimes it takes like years. But stuff that I'm thinking about now, like it's starting to happen in in like months and weeks, which is crazy. Like. Um, and um, um, I've been in contact with this team because we're planning some some big stuff, man. I'm really really excited, man. Like like whatever I do now, I want to win. I want I want I want you know I want to put people on. I want to put our team on. I want to put people who who are like minded on. And um, I've been in contact with this team. Got some things, got some things brewing up. Um, then I recently got invited um, out to out to um, Idaho recently, which is where he was at speaking to a small. It was a small thing. I mean. There were other like major, major like influencers and, um, and, and and marketing people. I mean, it was a small, it wasn't like a big conference or something. It was like a hundred people, um, maybe a little bit more there. Um, and so it was pretty personal, you know, personal. And, and, and we got to meet a ton of people. Um, and I got to connect with him even further. Um, and, and, you know, we're planning a lot of things out. Um, but man, the biggest takeaway I got from it was number one, um, my eyes have been extremely um, open in terms of um, um, it, it's good to be around like uh, other people who too could take your game to the next level, right? And it's uh, man, again, it's so hard because it's like I'm, I'm in this space where it's like, man, I feel like I, I know everything in a sense, but it's like then I get into a certain circle and it's like I don't know anything. You know? <laughs> and, and for most people, it's like, man, you gotta. And for most people, you know, you gotta put yourself. You, know, you just have to put yourself in that position, and and it's hard and it's risky and it costs money. But that's what you have to do. Like, like whoever's listening, like maybe you have to put yourself, you know, in, 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 in Greg's circle. Maybe you have to put yourself in my circle. Maybe you have to just do things that, you know what I'm saying, can get you in so that your mind can be open. You know what I'm saying? And for me and you, it's like, okay, where can we put, you know, ourselves and where can we put our presence in different places? And, and it gets hard because it's, it's very uncomfortable where, you know, we don't know these people. You know, it's not like a natural connection and all that good stuff. But I put myself in that situation. I don't do it much, you know what I'm saying, because we get the nuances of the daily grind, just like most people, they get the nuances of the daily grind. But until you put yourself in those situations, your a huge light bulb goes off. You see things that you haven't seen before. You know, you come back extremely energized, and the idea that you had just became ten times better. You know, now your strategy just became ten times better. You know what I'm saying? Because you're around, you know, certain people. Um, that helped you, you know, um, open up that door. And you know, a big quote that I love is, um, "You don't know what you don't know," mm-hmm. right? And 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 again, I, I say this so many times, but you know, if you're a first generation, though, you know, this, this, and this, and that, you just there's a lot of things that you just don't know. And 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 until you put yourself in that position, that's where hustling is so important at the beginning of of, of any uh, uh, um, progression. 
until you put yourself in that position, you will never know, right? You will never become aware. And once you become aware, that's when you can start taking action. You know what I'm saying? So it's your job to become aware instead of, you know, waiting for somebody to teach you. Like, come on, man, we've grown now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> teach it. Like, nobody cares about you. The reality is nobody cares about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe your wife or your husband and your kids, but like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to put yourself in that position um, to get that information, to get that knowledge. Um, but when I was at the event, man, to take it back, man, it was absolutely amazing. Um, I learned things about about Gary that I didn't even know. Um, and, you know, you would think that he's this, like, big, like, guru, you know what I'm saying, like, guru, talking, motivational guy. But, man, when he was there, man, he was just so real, which, which kind of threw me off um, just how real he was. He knew the audience that he was in front of. He didn't have to impress his people. You know, we were talking about stuff like, did you know Facebook Watch launched two weeks ago? Did you know that you could pitch to them and have your own show? Did you know, like, just, like, high-level stuff? And I was like, wow, this is exactly what I need. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then the other part where I just – I, I appreciated him so much was um because I can get in the in, 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 in situations where like I see people like every single day I'm talking to people and I forget you know who's who what's what and I kind of blame it on man there's just too many people to remember but I saw how he operates I'm like man this guy like he would talk to people say their names you know 20 people's in and then still come back and talk to the same person remembers their names and all this good stuff and I'm like wow if he's doing that you know what I'm saying he has two million plus followers a hundred million dollars in his bank account then I, there's no excuse that I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? There's no excuse that that I I I I need to act. You know what I'm saying? Like like I'm too busy, or you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 somebody special. You know what I'm saying? So being in those situations humbles you and allows you to push even further. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, you look up, you're at his level. Yeah, that's I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, I guess as we before we get into the rapid chat, rapid fire round, I think we've been transparent already this this whole podcast i mean just all raw stuff i want to bring it i want to bring it one more time down to one more time for the people and um and i'll start first and i go um what's the biggest thing you learned about yourself i don't want to call it a failure well, yeah no what's the biggest lesson learned over the last year um that you have and i guess because we're both in we're in oh, different okay. places but i know and I, I'm going to say two because I have two. So I'm going to start my two and then give you a two. Yeah, so my, my my biggest lesson learned, um, and we talked about this offline, but I also talked about this today on other podcasts that I recorded was um, just my understanding of my respect for women. I think, mm-hmm. unfortunately, to be honest, in this in this space where, I mean, I love people. I, I work hard. I do what I do. And we're gaining crazy momentum. I still don't, I don't think I've ever necessarily respected women to the degree that they should have. I think there was a lot of relationships, a lot of people that, um, I short, I shortcutted. I took some, I took fast steps because I, I, like, I, I operate, I am who I am. So I operate a business like I do relationships. Like, yo, this is, let's make this be efficient. Let's make this, let's do this. And you know, I don't think that always works. Like, I mean, I think it's, it's difficult. It can't work. You find the right person, but there's certain people that I know that is closed off to. And I think, uh, I've grown this year. I've grown over the last couple of days. It it just, just by just trying to hold myself accountable by holding women to the lines. Cause I know at the end of the day, I won't be complete. I don't believe personally, every entrepreneur don't say this, but I'm not going to be complete until I have, uh, that constant energy beside my side. I I won't. There's certain things, especially, even though my long play isn't to be a speaker, but I still, you know, when I jump into the speaking game, I still want to be the best pound for pound. So I know I can't talk a certain thing. I can't talk about. I don't have kids. I don't have, I have kids. Not to say that. Yeah. So I was like, there's levels in business that I can't. And that's why 
That's why, honestly, that's why we can work so hard. I can do 24-7 because I don't got nobody else to do. <laughs> you feel me? Even like my girlfriend. Girl, I don't, if I got a girlfriend still, I'm going to put in. So that's one thing. And I guess the second thing is, um, um, man, my, my, I think my second, the second biggest lesson learned this year was how slow, and I know you've probably heard it a thousand Ooh. times, but how slow I have to, to bring on people onto the team. Yeah. Um, I've been let down. And not yeah. to say I haven't let down anybody, but I've been let down so many times, even the last couple of days, about people that um that I know ha- are good people that want to help out. Yeah. But yeah. either A, they're not ready to work with me, or B, right. I'm not ready to lead them. Right. It's straight like that. A lot of people, they're not ready. Like they're not ready to work with me, period. Like, right. but then a lot of people, and then the other sin, I'm not ready to lead them. So I think that's my biggest gap. As I grow forward, I can't do it alone. Even this yeah. contract, and I contract people, but I'm still, I got to work. I got to get better on that. So, um, yeah, that's my two things. Um, cool. I think my two things is, um, and we're talking about, um, what we learned about ourselves, right? Yeah. La- yeah. Over the last, over the last year or so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely learning how to, uh, um, to delegate better. Um, you know, kind of similar to what you said, man. Um, you know, you, 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 you need a, you need a solid team, man. You need your starting five. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and um, it's so important. You know, it, it's much better to have um, a small piece of a big pie than a than a um, than a big piece of a small pie, right? And so um, it it is very um, important to 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 have you know partners and teams um, because the compound effect, the snowball effect of, of growth, is not just twice as fast. It's, it's ten times, it's twenty times, thirty times faster. Um, and then the other thing that I think I've um, learned about too, which is really, I mean, this is this is a funny one, man. This is a one where I don't think most people would understand unless they've like gone through the process of of, of hiring and, and building a team. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and share it, um, and maybe it can help somebody. Is the fact that um, you know, as as a young person, right? So so here's the deal. You know, you gotta you gotta play the game at where you are. If I'm 40, 50 years old with millions of dollars, I'll just hire people straight up. You know, put them in this process. You know, have somebody manage them. Blah 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 blah. Right? We get that. You know what I'm saying? But as a young person, it's like you don't have millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? You're not. You know the because again, like you know, in in the first scenario, it's like you know you're motivated by money. You respect you know the the process that's put in place. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta follow the rules. In this place, you don't have a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Like you still need to build a team. You don't know how to convince people, and so you're doing a lot of different things. You know, in terms of bartering and this and this and that. Um, and, and one of the things that I think I've realized is um, uh, we we all know and we all hear about the fact that you know when you're when it almost like when it hurts to get something or when you put in blood, sweat, and, sweat and tears to earn something, you appreciate it more, right? And so I think that um. I think that that's a that's that's one of those situations where nobody wants to go through blood, sweat, and tears to get their goal, right, or their whatever their their dream is, right. Nobody wants that. That hurts. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not a, a happy, good process. Um, but that process definitely makes you appreciate things um, a lot more instead of just winning the lottery the next day, right? Although we all want you know millions of dollars. So one of the things that I've I think I've learned, um, you know, at this level is. Um, to 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 work with people um 
slowly, right? Kind of, kind of like, like what you said to not just like give people like everything and too much. And although on one end you want to, because you're like, Hey, I need you. And I'm willing to do whatever it is to make you happy and blah, 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 blah. But if you give it to people so fast, just like if you got anything too fast, you kind of go through this whole point where like, you're going to blow some of it at one point and you don't like really appreciate it as much. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like earning, you know, your role, you know, or your responsibility. Mm, earning your role and earning your responsibility. So, that's man, that's a big thing, man. Like now that I look forward to everything, it's like, you know, I'm I'm happy at the place that I'm at because um I know what works and what does it. And I, you know, anybody who wants to come into my circle, man, earn your role. And and I'm totally happy with it. You know what I'm saying? Like earn your role, not because I'm trying to make it hard for you, it's because I want you to really take like full responsibility and to really, really appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And to and to to even work harder. You know what I'm saying? Like it will make it so much sweeter for you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to make it hard to, to haze you, you know what I'm saying? Or to like, you know, to, to just like be complicated. No, there's, there's a method to the madness. You know what I'm saying? And I used to, uh, I used to just like, you know, you're, you know, you're young, you know, you ain't got no money. You're like, yo, yeah, anything you need, I'll help you with this. And anything you need, I'll help you with that. You know what I'm saying? In order to get their buy-in. Um, but, um, it's, it's important for people to earn their roles. You know what I'm saying? It's important for people, you know, especially once you have the winning formula, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying? at the beginning, I get it. I mean, you're just, your hands are open. I'll do anything for anybody. And that's how it should be until you figure out that winning formula. Then, 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 you know, you start building the right, um, systems and processes to scale. Um, but everybody wants to build the right system and processes at the beginning. And that's, that's the timing is off. Like at the beginning, you do the unscalable stuff. At the beginning, you do the stuff that doesn't make sense. But then as you grow, you know, you grow just like any other business grows. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just where I am in my life right now. And, I, and, I, and I've learned that because I've, I've, I've failed um, or I've, I've lost a lot of money or I've went through a lot of stress and headache, um, you know, with that whole scenario. Um, but I get it now, man. And, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm confident in it. Um, people, you know, respect me. I respect them. It's just... Hey, we got to do this a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Wow. Wow, man. So we're about to jump into the, the rapid fire round and five rapid fire questions, five rapid fire answers. Are you ready? Yeah. What's the best piece of advice that you have never received? Man, where do you get these questions from? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we didn't evolve. When I first started, I had to had the regular boys. Now I got the things on hot and ready. Damn, bro. And this is now, this is basically this side note. This is basically where you just share a quote from yourself. Ah, <laughs> can I pass on it and come back? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you could add one habit and take away one habit, what would they be? Um, I would add the habit of uh of being healthier. Add <laughs> that. Um, I would take away um the habit of uh. <laughs> Drinking too much energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> For the energy drinks to mess up your soul, but you so you be so like quirky, like just little ticks. I mean, I like the little tick. I like I like nervous ticks because they make me sound like little, yeah. little, little genius. Like I watch like a beautiful mind, <laughs> and they got like little, little ticks, and it makes it like yo, there's something that guy's different. So I get it, yeah. but them things are dangerous. Uh, <laughs> and, and the crazy part is when I work for Pepsi, they were giving this for free. I never drink an energy drink a day in my life. And then I worked for Pepsi and they were giving it to me for free. And that's how like that first year out of college, I was just on like 20, 20 hours <laughs> a day. I was just buzzing and it was crazy because the hype of the business plus the energy drinks plus I'm out on my own. Like like it was just the, the recipe for like extreme growth. Um, 
But you know, I, I was like, I told myself, let me do this when I'm young, and my hopefully my body can can stand it versus you know later down the road. So yeah, kind of like when Goku when he did like he used to do super K, KO can attack times like twenty, knowing that it's not sustainable. But it, he in his head is like, if I survive, I can win. Like right, so, right, it ain't sustainable. Right. If I can survive this, then I'm good. Yeah, man, I just gotta get through my twenties and 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 go pound for pound, and I'm good. Yeah, I know some like psychologists or anything like that. Because it's side note for all your and you probably had all these people in your life too, and I love them because you need them. But all these self care people always text me, "Are you taking care of yourself, Greg?" Like, oh my! God. <laughs> no, I, man, I mean, I I appreciate I appreciate that, man, because it shows they care, man. I do get a lot of texts and messages like that, man. I I really appreciate it, you know, from from where they're coming from. Um, but yeah, man, I mean. <laughs> Like I get it all the time. Like, well, Craig, I'm like, and I love it, but like, guys, like, the thing is, and we live it. Like, and there's a method to the madness, man. Yeah, like, you know, there, there's this crazy, um, super successful. He was on Shark Tank once. Chris Saka. He was at a TechCrunch, um, the other, um, like last week, or whatever. He said, if you want to be an entrepreneur, there's a craziness to you. Like, like there is a there is a borderline like they, they call it like you know like 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 stupid level genius. Like just like there's something in you that is just like wrong like you're not a normal person you're not a well-balanced average normal person if you were you would just again be like well-balanced normal people you know what I'm saying? there's a, there's, a, there's a craziness to you and it's like if you don't he like he was naming stuff and he was like if you don't see yourself like this nine times out of ten you're not the founder you're probably a great employee first employee second employee doesn't really matter but that founder is there for a reason it's because he's borderline crazy <laughs> man son why why does everybody want to be LeBron? Steve Kerr still got rings. Steve Kerr is the coach of the other of the, of the, of the Golden State Warriors. Like the society, because that's why we have so many podcasts, so many businesses that yeah. fail, so many podcasts that fail. Because a lot of people just host. They need to really be production. They need to yeah. produce. They need to work with other networks. Yeah. They need to join. Say, hey, I love what you're doing. Let yeah. me help you build and grow this. Let me get yeah. this. But instead, yeah. they want to be in front of the mic. Like I don't get it. Because because fame. I got this from Gary. He said it straight up. Fame is the biggest arbitrage. I don't even know what arbitrage means, but I think what he's saying, <laughs> it sounds like, deep. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's what everybody, in a sense, wants. Like they would love to have. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the ultimate fantasy. To be, I mean, it's if you break it down, it's basically just being liked. You walk into a room, people know you. It feels good. It's social media in real life, right? Like if you were to walk down the street and people said, "Hey, what's up?" or "I, I like, I like how you wear. I like your dress." Oh, yo, you're the bomb. Like those things feel good, just like likes and comments. You know what I'm saying? Feel good in social media. And you know what? what I forgot his name. There was a guy who was like that. That that little mental um, um, hormone or whatever that goes off in your brain. It, it's addicting, right? It's almost like doing like drugs or drinking alcohol. Like it's addicting, like. That being liked is 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 a is a form of just of just innate humanity, and so fame is like you said is one of the biggest arbitrage because everybody wants it, and it's almost like if if you still want it that bad, then you still haven't gone through self that self truly understanding yourself and understanding your role. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you could be you know the coach, you can be this, you can you can be a part of a team, but. You know, you might not be LeBron. You know what I'm saying, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying, but you have to be okay with that because you weren't born with that specific talent or skill or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, and of course, you can develop it. You know what I'm saying? But man, it's just, it's just yeah, everybody you. wants it, bro. And, I, and so I get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't get mad at people. I just um, over time, you know, once we get into our 30s and stuff like that, people will really start playing their role. Everybody's saying, "Play uh, your uh, you, That's huge. I never thought about that. Yeah. 
means, right? Like you play in your lane, you know, they, they'll, 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 they'll write that quote all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Just play in your lane. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they don't really know what that means. Just like people say, you know, do what you love. People don't know what that means. Me and you were doing what we love 24-7, but then they go and say, well, are you taking care of yourself? Are you balanced? You don't, you don't know what that means, right? And so, I, but I get, I get it though. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, you just be around like-minded people who continue pushing you to where you want. You said something crazy. I never thought about it like that. Like in the 30s, I think lanes are separate themselves. I think kind of good to go play off something you said earlier about when you first entered the league. When you first entered the league, first year when first first year, there's some people that jump out the, the box and you're like, hold up, whoa, I didn't realize they were that nice. And then right. second year people jump out, but then by the third or fourth year, it's like. The people that jumped out, those people just rising. The other people, they finally they, they realize, oh, I'm three and D. Oh, because everybody they just drafted think they're gonna be Isaiah Thomas. They they think they're gonna be rookie of the year, bro. Yeah, everybody, they want to be MVP, bro. and they should. And they should. But yeah. I get it. <laughs> and so I get their perspective, right? We, you know, I get you know, understanding psychology is one of the biggest things when it comes to marketers and entrepreneurs. And and because I get that, I'm not I'm not mad at folks. I let people do what they do. I let people go down their journey and go through their experience and all that good stuff. Look, I already went through that, so I don't want to go through it with you and go through all your headaches and stuff. But I get why you're going through it, and I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've already been through my trials and tribulations. I understand. You know why I understand. You know, you still have to go through it. That's great. You do your thing over there. Once you really, once you're ready, and once you realize, you know, your role, you know, feel free to come over here anytime. Hmm. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, man. What is your favorite book and why? <laughs> um, one of the books that, um, um, honestly, one of the books that really, um, man, there's so many. I mean, I'll, I'll put a, I'll say, uh, I love the Four Hour Work Week, man. That's one of the books that, um, when I when I start, first started reading it, it was like three, four years ago. It really, um, I think that's the book that one of the books that opened my mind the most, right? A lot of books open your mind, but if I say like this one, you know, one was like eight x, one was a nine x, and one was a ten x. Four hour work week definitely was a ten x. A close second is like the compound effect. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the thinking long term. That's the understanding that the little stuff you do today play off in the long run, just like a snowball effect. You know what I'm saying? There's the first the first flake, then another flake, then another flake, then another flake. And then after a while, it starts rolling and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger very massively. That's why rich people get richer and, you know, in a sense, not always, but poor people get poorer. Because once you figure out what works, you just keep doing it and you do it over and over again. Um, but you got to break that cycle. You got to break that mindset that has kept you, um, you know, going the opposite way. So, I mean, those are two two big ones. Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss and the Compound Effect by, I don't know who, just Amazon. It. <laughs> love that. Love that. Love that. And uh, what is your biggest fear? Oh man, <laughs> we just had this conversation too, which is crazy. Just yeah. <laughs> crazy, man. Like honestly, man. God, I mean, I'll, I'll put it in short. There's not many things that I, 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 um, I fear. Um, very little. Um, like you know, I've been, I've been in the military. I faced death. I've had a gun pointed to my face. Like I, I've been through a lot. And so there's, there's not, you know, I'm not even scared of dying, right? So it's like, you know, if you're not scared of dying, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? But um, I, I will say, you know, it, this is where we got a little deep in our conversation, and we were talking about like, um, this is where you get deep, man. This is where like. You don't look at the past 10 years. You look at the past like 20 years. You know what I'm saying? And everybody has a, 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 a at the bottom of their heart, there is something that they yearn for or miss or et cetera, et cetera. A lot of times it's based on how you grew up, based off of, you know, certain things and that affected you in your early childhoods. Again, people don't even understand that. But the things that that you see and, and experience when you're 5, 6, 10, 12, 
like those things come back around. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, again, it's it's part of that compound effect. Um, and that's why people are so protective of, of of you know what you know goes around children and stuff like that. But um, you know, one of the things that um um I don't know if I fear, but um it that, that I do would love to have. Like I didn't to, to me, I didn't really have a father that was like really really like emotionally you know there for me. And so you know, as a child, not having that, you know, what I'm saying that's ultimately what I want right to to have a son or a daughter whatever and it to give you know my all into it um because i never got that you know when i was younger so it's not necessarily a a, a fear it's a if, if i never get that opportunity i think you know that's something that um um, um is sad to me um because uh, again you know that's you know you grow up 18 years of your life and it's not even the fact that there's there's two scenarios there's one where it's like See, I'd rather, I'd rather this scenario where it's almost like I knew that my father wasn't in my life. And so I, that expectation is set at the beginning, right? I know that I don't have a father. But then there's the other scenario where like you have somebody that's there, but never, you can never really connect with, right? So it's like, it's, it's the same as like, I'd rather be blown out in a basketball game, you know, early. And my expectations are, yo, like we good. You know what I'm saying? Like I have set my expectations that we're going to lose this game. You know what I'm saying? We're down by 50 in the first quarter. I get it. I'm already planning my next thing. You know what I'm saying? But to to then go play all four quarters and, you know, be down, you know, be up by one and somebody hits the buzzer beater. You know, what I'm saying? Like you had that chance the entire time and you still don't have it, that championship, whatever. Mm. Right. That's that's a terrible feeling, bro. I'd, I'd rather just be blown out to, so I can set my expectations rather than going all four quarters and knowing it was right there. But I could never get it. Mm. Mm. <sighs> God, man. I should put a paywall in front of this podcast, man. That's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, two last two questions of the whole thing, man. If you were the president of the United States, what's the first thing you would do? Make like no. <laughs> um, I would. Um, if I was the president of the United States, what would I do? God, man, we gotta talk later in life. I need you to help me get some, get some. Uh, Get some uh, questions for for me down the road, man. I, I, these are some great questions that I just don't have answers to. <laughs> if I was the president, what would I do? Um, man, I don't know, man. There's so many issues, bro. There's so many freaking issues that I don't. I don't even know if I want to be the president. Yeah. Um. I would, uh, what would I do? I would start a weekly podcast and talk to the people and I would, uh, really start, I would really start connecting. You know what I would do? I got it. I would do what, what me and you still do, you know, now, you know, what we did back in the day, like I would really, really try to still connect with people, right? You can be all the way at the top all you want, but I would do stuff that is not what, not what most people expect. You know what I'm saying? Not what most people perceive. Like, I would really, really try not to get lost in the sauce of my role and who I am. And I would really, really still have the mindset of changing one life at a time. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and you know, do stuff where I can touch people. You know what I'm saying? Not like, figuratively, like, not like you know, figuratively touch people, but like really connect with people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, I, that's crazy. I think, I think that's the, I think Obama did it was one of the closest and of course I'm young so people are like well somebody else did it well I know Obama and I think he was one of the closest people to really to to be with the people 
Um, and I think there's some, I, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, so let's, let's double back. Let's double that. Let's close it out. So you got to be deep. A lot of pressure on this one. A lot of pressure. Actually, no, there's, I, there's always one last, a culture question, but let's go back real quick to the best piece of advice that you never received. Um, Nobody ever told me this, but I think this is a big deal. I think, um, and I kind of mentioned it. Um, I, yeah, nobody ever told me this. Um, everybody always talks about like, um, this is one of those things where I, I had to learn myself. And so, um, I think I'm gonna write a book about this down the road too. But um, you know, the best one of the best pieces of advice that um, it has to do with one word, and that word is like clarity, right? I think that um. Clarity is, you know, we talked about self-awareness, which is really big. But it's like, how do you find self-awareness, right? So it's like you got to like backtrack. Self-awareness is about having clarity, right? Having clarity of, of who you really are, having clarity of, of your true authentic self. Um, because that clarity, you know, once you really understand that and you know that, um, it, it breeds um, um, confidence, right? Once you are truly understanding that you are the uniquest person in the world, Right. Imagine there are seven billion people on this earth. Every single person has a different story. Right. Because every single person has been through variations of all different types of stuff. So there's there. I don't think there's seven billion variations of anything. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. to truly find like think about that, like I don't like seven billion variations, but there's seven billion variations of people. You know what I'm saying? Because there are so many things and so many layers of stuff that people have gone through that is different from every single other person. That's what makes you unique. That's what makes your story unique. That's 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 the stuff that you gotta bring out when you're when you're branding, you know, yourself. And you know, how do you compete with somebody else? Well, you're different than somebody else. Mm. You just gotta dig deep enough to find that clarity. Once you find that clarity, you can confidently move forward. You know what I'm saying? And be unapologetically authentic in who you are and what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up, bro. Like, like I'm not. Like I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like there's all these different things that I'm not this, you know, the the, the stereotypical, or I'm not the status quo, I'm not this, I'm not that. Like I have an underdog mentality my entire life. You know what I'm saying? Nothing was really given to me. So it's like, how do I earn respect? How do I gain confidence? How do I do this, do that? Like, you know, and, and for me, it was just about, you know, that, you know, having clarity and, 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 and having clarity um, um, means, you know what I'm saying? Spending time, um, and, and, and researching and finding out and not just waiting for things to come to me. Mm. I mean, it's just stuff that, you know, that's stuff that we talked about. All this stuff goes around and around and around. It's the same stuff over and over again. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just, you know, I, I, I push, you know, it's all, it all comes out to how you spend your time. We all have 24 hours a day. We all know this. You know what I'm saying? But uh, again, when you're playing the game of inches and seconds, it's the stuff that I find on the internet that you didn't. It's the person that I found. Mm. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's the it's the strategy that I found that you that you couldn't because I just spent the extra time. You know, we went through the top level stuff. We all get the generic stuff. We all get how to market and brand and grow a business. I mean, all that information is out there. But I found stuff that you didn't find. And that's why I'm winning. Man, 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 man. So as we conclude, I call myself the culture change agent. Every single person I have on this podcast is a culture change agent in their own right. And I always ask this question, and when you're looking at the culture, specifically the millennial culture, um, if you could change one thing about it, what would you change? <laughs> Yo, okay. 
I would change the fact that I wish specifically for millennials, right? We're, we're in this, oh my gosh. It, you know the biggest, I, I, I love our, I love, I love millennials, I love our culture, all that good stuff. But we're talking about like the negative, right? We're talking about what we could change. Yeah. This is why so many millennials are effed up in their heads, right? And of course, again, I say that very lightly because you know, I, I look, man, I, I, I love us, right? There's all, there's great qualities and all that good stuff. You know what the biggest thing that F's us up is? Is that we're the first generation to truly consume social media and the internet and all that good stuff. So the fact that we're first, we don't know how to act, right? So we're looking at things and we're going through our normal human, you know, interactions and hormones and ideas and all that good stuff. It's like, like social media is, is modern day keeping up with the Jones. Right now that you're aware of all these other things, you want all these other things, not realizing that that's actually not healthy for you. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Like you grow, you know, you wake up, you go out, you know, you you, you feed the pigs, the horses, or you do whatever in your little community or whatever you're at. You know what I'm saying? You go to the blog and you know you meet your friends. Like that's all you know, and you're you're good. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you just do what you do that's in front of you. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like we know so much. We're, we're, we're drowning, right? Um, because there's all these expectations. There's all this, well, I want to be like that. And I want to be like that. And I want to have that. And I want to do this and that. And so we're the first generation who are like, who's really, really like taking on like, you know, the way MySpace came, you know, Facebook came, like we're the generation that took it at its like core. And also it was at our like biggest, uh, uh discovery points in our life when mm. you're freshman in college, you know what I'm saying? So like you're still being molded but you haven't really, you haven't really like found yourself yet, but now you have this, all these extra variables added into it. Right. And so we're going through this and, and, you know, we're, we're going through this, you know, in our early, you know, in our late teens and, you know, whatever, you know, of just consuming all this stuff. And we don't realize that it's, you know, potentially hazardous or you know, we're putting thoughts in our minds that make us more stressful, you know, and, and life is already hard, but we're making it even harder on ourselves and this and this and this and that. Right. So like the older generation, they could, you know, they might not care as much. You know what I'm saying? They don't have as many followers. It's like that. I know life is, you know, what it is in real life. The younger generation look at us and be like, they'll know, like, don't get caught up. You know what I'm saying? In social media. Cause we're, that's what we're preaching now. You know what I'm saying? And so they'll know it. And so they'll, 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 they'll you know, um, move accordingly. Mm-hmm. But the first generation where like we're the dummies for all this you know what i'm saying so like people just don't know how to act you know what i'm saying and we're just kind of we're we're the dummies we're the dummies for this project called you know you know freaking augmented reality social media and all this we're the dummies for it we're the generation that you know we have we're starting to have disposable income we're we're always consuming you know it's like stuff like that again when you look at 30s and 40s you know, they're in their ways. They're already good. You know I'm saying their ways have already been set. And so they don't get caught up in it. We're the generation still figuring out, but we have a ton of more, you know, layers added onto us that, that previously wasn't in the, in, the, in the next generation, or we're not young enough. So we can't really make those decisions. So instead of just watching the other generation mess up and figuring out how to move accordingly, we're right in the middle. So we get caught up in it. Does that kind of make sense? No, that makes a lot of sense. And I think to, to put a, put a pin on this podcast, I think that for anybody that's been listening and really tuning in and vibing through this whole listen, I think that's how you can take the next level. Because if you find out your space and are 
agnostic to a lot of the smoke signals, the fraudulent, whatever, and you're true to yourself and whatever you're doing. It's not even for entrepreneurs. Whatever you're doing, yeah. you're true to yourself and don't need anybody's acknowledgement. I mean, you can win more than anybody. That's why I've, you, I've, know, you, know, you know what winning is? Winning is not about fame or money or this. Winning is about being genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. And people think that fame and money and and, 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 and and running a company or, you know, affecting lots of people's lives is happiness. No, like everybody's definition of happiness is different. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, it's it's really just about getting to the point where when, when you when you have gratitude and you appreciate things, whether it's big or small, you've won. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that you always keep wanting more and more and more and more and not, you know, putting the actions in order to get it, you know, you're again, you're mentally effing yourself up. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and, and you're and you're and you're being, you know, and you're and you're being envious or, you know, you're you're just like stressing yourself out because you feel like you have to live to a certain expectations or doing certain things that were set upon you by other people. But winning is about just being genuinely happy. You know, with with who you are, where you at. When I had nothing, I was I was still gracious to still be breathing. You know what I'm saying? When I had nothing, I was still gracious that I could convince the calf ladies to eat their food and you know clean up after. Like I I I could have been mad at the world, but I, I still had gratitude. And that gratitude again, it starts in your mind, and you can walk around being a being in your happy bubble all day, no matter where you are and what you do. Be in your happy bubble. That's what that's what people need to do. They need to create their own happy bubble. Because the world is effed up. Bad things are going to happen every single day. You know what I'm saying? But if you can create your own like happy little bubble by appreciating the one person you say hello to, the food on your plate, the air that you breathe, the fact that you didn't sleep you know, outside, like whatever it could be, that's winning. Mm. Man. Already, dog. Already. We don't have nothing else to say, man. All I got to say is a couple things. First, where can we find more information about True BYOB and and, yeah. and keep hip to all the new announcement, a new way over the next couple months? Absolutely. So, man, definitely. Um, you can follow me on my personal channel. Excuse me. Um, I'm mostly on um Instagram. Um, dot com backslash brand with Drew B R A N D R E W. No, B R A N D W I T H D R E W. Brand with Drew. Um, 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 definitely check out. B-Y-O-B society.com, right? So that, that doesn't stand for bring your own bottle. That stands for build your own brand. <laughs> and, and that's not just for entrepreneurs. I mean, I focus on, because I, again, I know that everybody shouldn't be an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? And, and we'll help you get there if you want to, but building your own brand, you know, even in corporate America, building your own brand as a, as a, as a 20 something, like, because we have the opportunities to create and our own narrative, that's, you know, and unless you just don't want to be on social media, you don't want to be online, like you're going to have a narrative. So if you want to control that narrative, that's what we're here to help you. And that narrative will, will open more opportunities. That narrative will help you, you know, attract the ideal people you want in your life. Um, BYOBsociety.com. Follow us on all the platforms. Check out the website. We have new content dropping every day. We have amazing videos from amazing, awesome, you know, influencers and, and, and just extremely credible six and seven figure business owners. I mean, and it's all free. You know what I'm saying? We have a private facebook group we have all this stuff man we're just we're just doing it um to 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 grow the brand to to be in people's households to give 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 um and we hope that appreciate uh, that people appreciate it um we hope that um you know however far i can go or whatever it is like that still lives on and that's the long-term game we're playing mm. 
Love it, man. Love it, love it, love it, man. So, Minority Trailblazer Nation, man. Show us feedback. Add us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all those platforms as we post it, man. And hopefully, I really understood it, man. This is this is this is huge, and I I think hopefully y'all got y'all got to, to see the sides that we were talking about what's winning, also talking about what what didn't work and and could build because this is going to be ongoing, ongoing every couple months. Bring him in, give us updates, and I know he has some huge, huge announcements, and hopefully we could be the first first podcast he drops the big announcements he got coming on, man. So I need the exclusives um, as we as we morph and grow. I, I'm, I'm dropping an exclusive next week. That's gonna be a heat rock for 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 this app, this launch. That's gonna change the whole game. So I want this to be the place where cats break news. I'm still mad at Zim and Morg. I don't know Morg like that, but Zim, I know you. You should have dropped the news in the Minority Trouble in the podcast that you're getting acquired by Blavity. I feel some type of way. <laughs> so if you're in Blavity team, just know that Minority Trouble is immediate. We're not happy right now. I ain't dropping on here. <laughs> but uh, yo, y'all already know what to do. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, meet me at Harvard, uh, shoot, September 30th. I'm actually gonna do a pop up in New York, uh, September 27th. And, oh, Oakland, November 4th. Dallas, November 11th. Seattle, December 2nd. It's gonna be all online, man. I love y'all. Y'all keep doing what you need to do. And, uh, let's take it to the next level, all right? What I need to do, one thing, one thing. Oh, subscribe, tell a friend. And two, change the freaking culture. Peace.